I can't focus on these Americans who think that, you know, white power is uber alles. Welcome to Won't Be Silent. I'm your host, political TikToker and opinionator, Abe Gurko. Everyone should be able to voice their opinion. We want people in this current moment of resistance to use their voices. We're here to discuss the many reasons why we can't and won't be silent. Each week we will explore a movement and see if we can bring people together with one goal, to speak up and say, I won't be silent. My guest today is Karen, who is a refugee from the Evangelical Christian Lunatic Church. I mean, a refugee from someplace in America. You know what I mean? That's like, whoa. All right. Well, I'm Karen. I grew up in South Florida, but I live in Tennessee now, which is the hub. Christian music, Christian entertainment. And the irony is that I grew up Southern Baptist. I was really into it, became a Christian, did the whole thing, and then actually became an overseas missionary because I'm like, how high can a woman go in the church overseas? So I did that, met my husband and everything. And um, since then, I have fully deconverted. So I can tell you, Reading the Bible and being a missionary uh, can do a number on your personal beliefs. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, clearly. Mm-hmm. Yep. We can all attest to that. We don't, you know, we're being accosted by the craziness literally daily, hourly, minute by minute. It's really, a, it's it's a challenge. It's a huge yeah, and it's it's definitely getting more outspoken. I swear, though, I've been out about 20 years. I still don't think I would be like the Trump Christians if I was a Christian. That's what I think, because there was enough critical thought going on within my family and my community that I think I would have been like, mm, that doesn't sound right. No, I'm not going to do that. But I was looking at numbers, and I think there's almost 100 million evangelicals in this country. That's right. Okay. So what percentage would you say are in the camp that would have made some kind of rational decision about Trump by now? Or from the beginning? Yeah, I think um, there's a huge movement in the last even year of people fleeing the evangelical church. Of course, millennials are out the door. I mean, can you imagine if I had the internet when I was younger and I had questions about the Bible, I could look, I mean, they can do that and go, well, that's wrong. That's, you know, that didn't happen or whatever. So we're seeing a big, huge decline and in church membership for the first time in history, this big of a plunge, yay. <laughs> and a lot of people are leaving because of Trump. Um, so that's good. But yeah, the numbers are still high. Uh, and obviously, a lot of it is a political movement now that gets to me at least once a week and talk about their political strategy, even if it's cloaked in you know, Bible verses. But what number, like 50 million still kukuru, 40, 30? I mean, either way, it's in the, you know. 
Yeah, I'm going to go up to, let's say, 70. And you have to understand. 70 million people that you would have been like, woo. I think so. Yeah. And, you know, now what we're saying, and this is one of my side stories that I just love to shit on uh, Jerry Falwell Jr. So as we know, he took the reins from his father. He was the head of Liberty University. He was found in a thruple of some sort. Anywho, that was a turning point when Trump went to speak at Liberty University. All the other evangelical leaders and preachers who had a lot of following did not want Trump. And once he ended up at Liberty University and he got on the side of, or Jerry Falwell Jr. got on the side of him, Jerry Falwell Jr. went out and gathered all these other people up. Now we find out, or we found out in the last two years, that there were photos or something going around that Michael Cohen knew about and throw in Tom Arnold somehow, Tom Arnold and (laughs) Michael Cohen probably already knew about Jerry Falwell Jr. So, you know, this whole thing of just Trump has, has his people who has shit on other people. And he's either saying, I'm going to reveal you, or if he doesn't have shit, he says, you know, I'm going to give you whatever position you want in my administration. So that's how we sucked so many evangelicals in. And then they're just, you know, digging their feet in because they don't want to be wrong. Most recently, even though, you know, it's not politics, but Kanye West does this Sunday service thing. And he had Justin Bieber doing it with them. You know, any of the new Christians. Well, he had Marilyn Manson. We just did podcast episode on this. Marilyn Manson coming on and doing it. We don't know if Marilyn Manson's a Christian, but he has 17 sexual assault accusations against him. And so it's very much like evangelical men who go, oh, it's okay. We're we are gonna overlook all your sexual terrible stuff you've done and bring you on board. I mean, it's the same reflection of, of what Trump. Posts, one of the best posts I saw this week on TikTok was a girl's, a woman said, uh, you know that, I think it's that priest in France that is getting excommunicated or he's resigning because he was having, you know, a relationship on- with a woman, you know? So oh. he has, he's forced yeah. to leave because he's in a, you know, committed relationship. So the post said, so let me get this straight. If a priest has a a, a relationship with a woman that's they're both like committed adults, that's not okay. Whereas a priest can have an unconsenting relationship with the little boy and you just move them on. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. the the hypocrisy of religion is beyond. And it's not it's not just in Christianity. It's on a lot of different religions. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Taliban just announced that women are no longer allowed to marry without giving consent, that women are no longer to be seen as property. So I'm like, so the Taliban is progressing, but America is going backwards. Well, look, America was founded on people that are just like the Christian fundamentalists. Mm -hmm. they, They couldn't, they were not welcome in their own country. They had to go start from scratch. Right. Violent. I mean, the thing that's so interesting is that not interesting, scary, is that 
that is in that that is the DNA of this country. Yeah. You know, and that's never changing. It's as much as much as we're growing in terms of people of color and diversity and sexual identity. And, and as much as that's still blossoming, you know, right. there's still going to be this kind of resistance, yep. the resistance that we need from the resistance that we're getting is like one of these days we're going to have to, but it's not going to happen in any time soon. Leading into 22, mm-hmm. definitely 24. If we don't revitalize the women's movement, but the way they were during the bra burning era, the gay rights movement, not only when it came to becoming, you know, coming out, but when we fought for the AIDS medicines against uh, the Republicans and Ronald Reagan, the Black Panthers, you know, we need that. We need the Jewish Defense League. We need the aggressive out in the streets, in your face, daring, daring people, or, or else this is, we're just going to be like sitting and worrying and complaining and being keyboard warriors. And it's, it's tough because you think about, yeah, but so many of us are scared because the other ones keep showing up at stuff with their guns. Yeah. And that happened to my family, where we went to support something in a, in a small town and were involved in that. And some guys came up with their stupid Trump stuff and a pickup truck and jumped out of the, and I'm, you know, pushing my kids behind a tree. And so, you know, we're stuck in this situation where it's like, we don't, we don't want gun. We don't want civil war. We don't want people shooting each other. But we need to find a way. How do we how do we do this? This is like the final battle, I feel. Yeah. Now in 22. And yeah, like all hands on deck. So we'll see how it goes. But I can assure you, if it's the last thing I do, we are not going to be going back. And I'm trying to be optimistic about uh, Roe v. Wade still. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that is a lot of how our brains as liberals are formed is that we do think about hopeful scenarios. I also teach college English and I would go over like president's speeches. And, you know, you have Obama who would always talk about hope. Then you had Bush who would always talk about fear and it will bounce back and forth appealing to our brains. And I mean, we are, we're a hopeful bunch. And I really hope that something happens. My main thing is I don't want America to become a theocracy. And that is what we're seeing with so many, you know, evangelicals got Trump in. What has happened during Trump and after Trump and, and what's happened with all sorts of racism All these things are going on and they are tax exempt. Even Kanye's freaking Sunday service that he does and charges $10 for you to stream online because he needs the money. He's he's registered now as a church that is uh, tax free. So the hypocrisy thing, I just I don't know why anybody follows the law. I just don't. I mean, I tried not to on every turn. <laughs> I, <laughs> I just feel like it's time to just say, okay, if it's good for the goose, it's good for the gander. I know. So I know. Like whatever, you know. Yeah. 
Uncle Sam can come knock on my door. Mm-hmm. It's it's yeah, the theocracy part of it with with Mitch McConnell. I saw one of my favorite TikToks today with some guy saying, you know, if you're at the end of your rope, if you're getting sad, don't you dare let. Mitch McConnell outlive you. You go on another day. And it was just <laughs> like this. That's right. You know, I, I want to see the end of some certain people. Oh, definitely. Like, anyway, well, this was fun. Yeah, I it really was. It. I needed to get the Christian point of view in here. And the Christian point of view, you know, is that God appoints leadership. So that's what they believe. So whoever is in leadership, they are supposed to follow. And that's why we have so many of them saying Trump is the real president. It's going to be revealed soon because they don't want to have to actually live the verses that they told everyone to live by when Trump was president. All goes back to, you know, just some really shitty understanding of what they even believe because right right yeah bending out. changing the narrative to me uh-huh their own head or else they're living a lie and that would be too much yeah exactly yeah this was great thanks for having thank you me. have a great weekend happy holidays you too. We won't be silent.